I had been writing curriculum for a few years now, and I had left the public school system to pursue this full time and saw it as a way for me to reach more teachers around the world and instead of just being in one school. And so I was really on my own for over a year before I got the idea that maybe he could retire from his position. He was working as an electrical engineer. And I got this idea and I thought there's no way that he's going to want to do this. But that is Jen Bengal, a school teacher turned successful Christian women entrepreneur and also retired her husband from his full-time job. She's the owner of Out of This World Literacy. She has graduate and postgraduate degrees in literacy instruction with over 15 years of experience in education. Jenny is a curriculum writer, teacher trainer, blogger, busy mama for, and so much more. Her core goal is to provide best practice teaching tips as well as high-quality resources and trainings for educators around the world so that all children can reach their highest potential. Well, I met Jenny in person in London while we both attended the same conference. And God obviously set us up to sit at the same table twice among hundreds of people. Can you say it's divine? Yep. In this episode, we will check about how Jenny quit her job as a school teacher. What specific wise actions Jenny and Andy, her lovely husband, they took before she retired her husband's full-time job as an engineer. Five main things Jenny and Andy, they did to achieve the success. How both Jenny and I dealt with the haters, for real. And how she uses webinars to connect with her tribe successfully, and so much more. All coming up for you at Godly MBA Marketing Beyond Ambition Podcast, Episode 036. Welcome to the Godly MBA, Marketing Beyond Ambition. This is the only podcast that will share and teach actionable and biblical marketing strategies to empower you, the value-based business owners and Christian entrepreneurs. Learn to communicate your message effectively in this noisy world so you can finally earn more, serve more, and give more. Now, here is your host, Kelly Botter. Hello, Kelly here. Welcome to Godly MBA Podcast. Thank you for being here. I know you have many choices. My team and I are super honored that you give us your precious time. If this is your first time, please make sure that you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any power pack episode. And your review on iTunes serves as a fresh dose of blessing to me and my team. We'll really appreciate it. There are seven mountains, seven spheres of influences we are called to lead. If you are listening to this podcast, chances are you know you are called to the mountain of business or marketplace. The cool thing about today's guest, Jenny, she was a school teacher 
which is a super important role because she had opportunities to teach and shape our next generations. But now, as a successful Christian entrepreneur, she has an even broader and deeper reach to teachers around the globe. The ripple effects she has created is immeasurable to say the least. One act of obedience, she doubled down two spheres of influences. Can I get an amen on that? Now, let's check with Jenny. Jenny is so happy that you are here. Thank you so much for having me, Kelly. I'm honored to be here today. Well, we met each other in the recent Youth Summit. And uh, what can I say? I mean, God has a way, you know, out of the 300 something people and mm-hmm. put us in the same table in the mastermind. And uh, if we did not get the message at though, then he put us again in the same table at dinner. <laughs> exactly. It was, it was completely a God thing that we met. And I love that he did that for us too. Yeah, exactly. So, well, in the introduction, I already told my audience how awesome you are. <laughs> and uh, so here we're going to dive in straight to some questions. Um, so the first one I really like to ask you is, I know that you were, I hesitate to say you were, but you were a teacher <laughs> at school, but now you are another different kinds of teacher. So uh, what was that defining moment that you decided to start your own business? That's a great question, Kelly. And actually, my defining moment is kind of messy because I actually didn't even see it coming. I had no plans to start a business. I had no idea what that really even meant. At the time, I was working um, at a public school as a literacy coach, and I was helping teachers strengthen their literacy curriculum in the classroom, offering professional development and things like that. And a lot of the teachers were asking me to help them write some units for their classroom, some lesson plans. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, I'm way too busy to do that. I'm giving you all the theory and all the instruction here. Now go write your lessons. I was kind of like, go do your lessons, right? Yeah. And then I was sitting in a staff meeting and I heard about this website called Teachers Pay Teachers from another teacher. And she was talking about how great it was because you could upload your resources and you could also download things for free or you could purchase lessons and use them in your classroom. And when I heard of that, I instantly thought, oh my goodness, okay, I should do this. I should write a unit for these teachers who've been asking me and then I'll put it on this website and kind of just see if other people like it too. And I did that over the summer of 2012 and other teachers liked it. So teachers started buying that unit from me and then I started making more units and they bought those too. And that's how I really started in my um, professional entrepreneurial life of becoming this this literacy writer. And I, as I look back, I think about the path that I had in my career and all the steps that I didn't even know were God was placing me on for over 10 years to get to that place. And then it just, it was like all him because I didn't even see it coming. I didn't even have a plan for it. And that was what was really kind of the most amazing part about it. Wow. It's yeah. like, so it's like, <laughs> Oh, we often say that God did not waste anything, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that 10 years of preparation. 
Absolutely. I, and, and really just the path of going to my undergrad school, take, getting a graduate degree in literacy, and then we had to move across the country. My brother-in-law actually got sick with leukemia, which was really hard. So we moved back to be close with him. And because we moved back, we could spend time with him. But I also got an opportunity to get a postgraduate degree as a literacy collaborative coordinator. So through that journey of helping my family, I was also able to grow in my education, which then led me to be able to write these resources in such a way that was helping so many teachers. So it's really kind of a cool path that he put us on that way too. Wow, that's yeah. really awesome. And at the summit when we when we met each other, uh, I did not only meet you, I also need a very <laughs> masculine <laughs> Andy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Literally, we had so, so much fun. We, we had so much fun taking picture because he, he just looks so... I hope he did not hear this, but anyway. Oh, he loves it. Please. He loves it. Everywhere we go, he gets comments about his big beard and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and so from there that I learned that, uh, you know, Andy is in the business with you together. He is. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you guys decide that it's a good idea? Well, I had been writing curriculum for a few years now and I had left the public school system to pursue this full-time and saw it as a way for me to reach more teachers around the world and instead of just being in one school and so I was really on my own for over a year before I got the idea that maybe he could retire from his position. He was working as an electrical engineer and I got this idea and I thought there's no way that he's going to want to do this but it's just this thing that popped into my brain. And like most things that pop into my brain, I pursue them until the doors close on them and then I stop. But if doors keep opening, I'm like, hmm, maybe this is a thing. And so I just kept thinking about it. And uh, one weekend we had gone away for the weekend and I, we were sitting at dinner and I pitched the idea to him. I said, "How do you? Th- what do you think about coming home and quitting your job and working for me? He's like, can we start tomorrow? And I said, wow. I know I was totally surprised that he wanted to because I thought, well, wait a minute, bud. You know, you're going to be giving up your career. You're going to be working for me. Like that's a total shift. I don't want you to resent me in any way. I don't want you to build up like you're the one making the money. You're going to be like the stay-at-home dad. We're going to break some stereotypes here. Do you really, are you really want to do that? And he was just all in. And so what we did is we decided to save his his salary for six months. So he worked another six months and we just didn't, we didn't use his salary at all. We just put it in a savings account and thought, if we can do this for six months, then we feel pretty comfortable being able to like realistically have him retire from his position. And so six months later he did. And that was almost two years ago. So he's been on board for almost two years now and, and it's been amazing. Wow. <laughs> well, it's just that journey actually already couple lessons there. One, mm-hmm. you say that, you know, when you had idea uh, pop up, you were not, you know, you, you were pursue it till the door closed. Mm-hmm. And I think that answer a lot of people's prayer right now because a lot of Christians, they just thought, well, I'm not so sure that's God's idea or it's my own idea. And right. then they kind of just got stuck there, right? right? Uh, mm-hmm. They don't take action and therefore they don't see the result. The right. other thing I love what you say is you guys did such a 
a wise thing. You save up that six months. Mm-hmm. And to see, he's not like a, you just jumping and then say, right. oh, okay, let's just do this right way. And he right mm-hmm. way, quick his job. So that is some, that's really exercise some wisdom right there. Love that. <laughs> Thank you. It made us feel much more comfortable in the decision too. So we were stepping out in faith, but we were also being pretty smart and logical about it too. So that was Yeah, good- you, you, mm-hmm. you guys are. And uh, it's a pity, you know, uh, well, I got to have somehow in the show note, I put Andy's photo because <laughs> <laughs> you guys see Andy and you want to picture him with a Facebook marketing, <laughs> a Facebook ad marketing is like, okay. He and, will definitely uh, make you stop your scrolling in Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so can you share with us that what are... If I'm going to ask you, I mean, obviously there are I mean, so many things that you guys have to do to get where you are now. By the way, mm-hmm. I don't know whether you are comfortable or not. Well, we know that you guys are full time, but mm-hmm. I remember that there's a settled conversation at the dining, in the dinner table that, uh, you know, I mean, I kind of know that where you are, which level you are. Uh, are you comfortable <laughs> to share that? Of what level? The income. Oh, well, we, <laughs> we are doing, we are doing very well and we are very blessed <laughs> with what we have. Um, and it's been an amazing opportunity for us to give back more than we ever could with what we've been given. So that is something that is pretty dear to our hearts. The more that we're blessed with, the more that we give back and that's, we've been able to give a lot back. So that's a good thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what are the top three things that contribute to your success in this journey? Now, a word from our sponsor, Lee Pages. Lee Pages generates leads and sales for your business on the web, in emails, via text messaging, and on social media. It's one of my favorite tools because it has saved me and my clients a lot of time and money every single year. The drag-and-drop templates allow you to set up a proper trackable campaign in no time. And the newest feature called Checkout, it enables you to collect payment right from your lead pages with Stripe account. It's a no-brainer. You can join the 14-day free trial at kellybarder.com forward slash pages. Now, back to the show. Um, I think the top three, and I have a little cheat cheat note here. I'm going to sneak it. Go ahead. It. Yeah. Go ahead. So number one, the number one thing that I've always done in my business since I started in 2012 was I promised God that I would give him the first 10%. So I promised that I would tithe, whatever that was. So if it was $5 a month or if it was $5,000 a month, he was going to get the first 10%. And when I started my business out with that mindset, that really enabled me to be able to give him the control and not let me forget that he's the reason that I'm doing this and he's the reason that I have all the things that I have. Yes, I work hard, but he's the one that's putting these positions in front of me. I'm grabbing the opportunities, but it's it's his hand that's overseeing it all. So he deserves that that 10% back. And And because I've always done that since 2012, and trust me, the numbers have gotten pretty crazy. 
Um, but because I've always done that, I've always been able to feel this sense of this isn't going to go away. You know, sometimes entrepreneurs, they'll get an imposter syndrome or they'll get this feeling like this is going to go away. Mm -hmm. and I'm going to have to go back to what I was doing five or 10 years ago. But because I know that it's grounded in, in his his plan for me. And I keep continuing to see the more that I stay faithful to my tithing, the more he can completely blesses us over and over and over again. There were times, um, I don't know if I told you this, Kelly, I think I might've, but we adopted our son from Uganda. Oh yes. And yeah. So there were times during that adoption process when the money that I was tithing could have completely covered a huge adoption bill but I tithed it anyways. And just every time God just kept coming back and providing the payment for whatever that bill was, sometimes at the very last minute, which was <laughs> scary, but it happened. It just kept happening over and over again. And it just, he's always been faithful. So I think the number one thing you have to do is from the start, whatever your income that you're earning is take that first 10% and give it back to God. Number two is, um, I feel like, also, don't forget that it's really not all about you. It's really not about you at all. <laughs> it's about your purpose. So you have to have a clear definition of what your purpose is. What is the purpose that you know is in your life that God has given you or that you feel spiritually led to do? For me, my purpose, my motto statement that I believe is that every student who has a resource of mine in front of them is my student too. So students in Singapore, in Australia, in Canada, in Amsterdam, in South Africa, in Uganda, students who are working with resources that I've created, they're my kids too. And that's my, that's my kind of mission statement that I don't forget every day. And I work from that perspective, not about me, but about that purpose that I have that I've been given. So just really know your purpose and work from that place of mindset instead of any other place like, oh, I'm going to, you know, it's about the money or I'm going to get rich. That, that doesn't, that should never be first. It's always the purpose. And it's usually not about you. It's about your audience or what your passion is that you've, you can only be the one that can do. So yeah. that's the, the second one that I would say. Exactly, Jenny. Just like Bible says that we need to remember who is the one gave us the power to get wealth. And I love how you mentioned your second point about uh, you have a very clear purpose-driven mission for your business. Because when we don't have that, it's very easy just, you know, driven by the business revenue uh, money, basically. And I remember that I read uh, so many different kind of research results that if a business is a purely uh, built on the foundation of only to create sales revenue, normally they fail miserably in short amount of time. Exactly. And yeah, that, mm -hmm. that is the way that, uh, because that is not how the spiritual principle work. Mm -hmm. uh, it's how, you know, how, how, how God gave us, it's he gave first, and then, because he knew already down the road that how many right. kids he's going to have in the kingdom. Although if I were God, I won't, <laughs> I just won't have all of these trouble kids. But hey, <laughs> that's why I'm not him. And right. um, But uh, just like you, that you will think of those teachers, doesn't matter where they are. 
but mm-hmm. they are like your students. They are your 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 kids. You love them as your kids, and then you know that through your material that they will make the ripple effects to those kids in their local schools. Actually, did a training in Uganda. I trained teachers for an entire week, uh, oh. forty hours. It was really intense, and I I did it all volunteer uh, on a volunteer basis. I flew over there and I spent a couple of months practicing and, and preparing, and I trained them for a week. I had about 45 teachers and it was so amazing because each one of those teachers has 80 to 100 students in their classrooms each and their resources their resources are a notebook and a pencil and a lot of times they don't even have a pencil sharpener the kids just sharpen the pencils with their teeth so I wrote a bunch of um, curriculum and gave them a bunch of books and taught them how to write their own lessons with just some books and paper and pencil. And it was the most amazing time that I have ever had with training teachers. And it was an incredible opportunity for me to see our teacher friends on the other side of the world and be able to have a perspective that's outside of just my own little neighborhood and know um, that these these resources are touching so many children all over and it was it was amazing <laughs> that that's amazing yeah. so and what's the third one the third one um of the must do's i think is that well i i have more than three but okay okay go ahead us all. i don't mind i have five <laughs> great so then the let's go one. with five The third one is just don't forget that, and I think I already said this, but all the credit goes to the big man. Make sure you thank him every day. Something that my my business kind of took a lull. There are different times in the year that my business slows down. I'll earn more one month and less another. And it's just the typical, because of the, the seasons of a teacher. Mm-hmm. And when I'm in my lulls, I just I just start thanking him for all the little things. And then that just completely switches my perspective of, oh my gosh, the world is crumbling. My business is going under. I, I'm going to go work at Walmart. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I, I, I just start really thanking him for, hey, thank you for this little thing that you did. Thank you for this. And I'll say it out loud. And that really changes my whole attitude and perspective of that day. So when you're starting to feel like down, like, should I, did I make the right move? Did I do this? Should I have done this? Just start looking for all the little tiny things and thanking them for those would be my third one. Yeah. The gratitude is a key. Yes. And the fourth is just never give up. Don't give up. Like you were supposed to be at the place that you're at today. Don't give up even when it's hard. Cause then when you, when you persevere through the difficult times, it makes the sweet times so much sweeter. So just don't give up. Preach it, and then, sister. Preach it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one I have is uh, I'm doing this currently. So I'm, this is more for me, but you guys can take this to as advice. But I'm making a vision board because along those lines of feeling down sometimes, I want to be reminded, like sometimes I'll get some not so nice feedback. You know, people will try and say, well, this I'm really disappointed. This was not what I expect. You know, and they'll say things and I, I have to learn to have some tough skin. And sometimes I will focus in on just that one bad piece of feedback and forget that I have hundreds or thousands of really great feedback from people who I know I'm making a difference for. So I'm putting together this vision board that has some of my favorite feedback from teachers that have given me over the years, and they're just going to be on my wall. And I'm also going to put on a couple of really purpose-driven goals that I have for 2018 up there. So every time I start to feel like, oh, I can't believe this person said this to me. I'm just going to look at my vision board and be reminded of how many people I've been able to help and that that one comment, it's okay that there's a person out there that doesn't really love me right now. It's okay. <laughs> and so I, know, I mean, yeah, 
how they say the haters gonna hate, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I remember that when I launched my book, couple uh, in 2012, and uh, you know, I got all the 13,000 amazing people there, bought the book, everything. And yeah, and but then uh, in the 60 days campaign, so one of the days I post uh, the inspirational call from the book, and I misspelled one word. Oh yes, here we go. The grammar Nazis. <laughs> oh, there was a person. And then, I don't know he or she, just rolled away say, uh, are you sure you wrote this book? You even cannot spell. Yes. And although there were hundreds of positive comments, my eyes just stare on that one. Yes, we do. <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying because I actually get that exact same comment every now and then. <laughs> Even though I have my work professionally edited, you know, there are things that slip through the cracks and sometimes people just focus in on a few of those and I've had to endure some of those comments too. So I know exactly what you're saying. I mean, we are human, right? right. I really consider to in a shoe video and for 2018 and the title called Reintroduce Kelly. And literally, there's one paragraph. I got to tell them, say, listen, I misspell a lot. And things in English is my third language. So you like your not, this is me. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I met you and I asked, how many languages do you speak? And there was this long pause and I was like, so that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and then she started listing off all these languages and I'm just counting. I think we got up to seven. And I'm like, Kelly, I don't even... I I can't even say hello in seven languages. You're amazing. <laughs> so, but yeah. yeah, but you see, it's, it's, that's the thing. And sometimes that's another great example right there that when we see others, it seems like, you know, they are good, right? Mm -hmm. And oftentimes we are our worst critic ourselves. Absolutely. We are. We really are. We can let one little thing just take all our confidence away. And I don't know why we do that. I don't know why we do that. But that's why that's why I'm doing my vision board, because I don't want that to happen anymore with those little comments. So. Yeah, vision board. Yeah, actually, I'm doing one. But uh, yeah, actually, I'm doing one. I literally book. Uh, this is for those of you that you are doing for 2018, the plan. Or if you later, even you listen to this, watch this later, you still, whenever you want to plan for your quarterly, whatever, this time I'm doing seriously. I literally uh, get a, a business buddy and we book a meeting room in the hotel for a whole day. Mm. And we're going to make about everything. And afterwards, so uh, we will put the vision board, you know, with a uh, goal. It's, and I will say always put a giving goal in the top mm -hmm. of the, the chart. Uh, so then we will create also happy folders, we call it, that all the praise and nice thing that people say. There. I like that. Happy folders. Happy folders, right? So <laughs> like when that. when we go down, we're like, okay, let's look at a happy folder. Yeah. 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 That's really a great idea. So what is that? I'm sure you got uh, so many inspir inspirational moments in your business. But if I ask you, say, if you can pick one, that one of those we call godly MBA moments uh, that you realize this business is way beyond just a trans transactional uh, thing. What yeah. that would be? 
I think it really was when I started doing webinars uh, and getting a lot of feedback from them. When I started to really connect with my audience on more of a personal level, so they weren't just purchasing digital resources from me. Now they were getting to hear from me. They were, I was doing a lot of Facebook Live a couple of years ago. I still am, but that's when I really started was a couple of years ago with webinars and Facebook Live. And that's when people really started getting more drawn to me, starting to really trust me, um, know that they were that their classroom was safe if they were using a resource of mine. And I started getting these amazing feedback. Someone said that they learned more from my webinar than any other training they've ever done combined in from my one hour. And that was like, whoa. And I was getting veteran teachers. One said, I have the quote here. I've been teaching for 28 years and I got more out of that one hour than most all six hour day PDs ever teaching 28 years. I mean, that was so encouraging. And the last one I have is someone said, you are motivating me to be a better, to be better even after 15 years of teaching with eight years of teacher's college training. And that just keeps getting me more encouraged. And I'm, I'm falling more into myself. I'm not trying to be somebody else. When I first started being live and doing webinars, I was very stuffy and just very formal and very like, oh <laughs> yeah. my goodness, you know, and now I'm just like, hey guys, what's up? Um, welcome <laughs> to the webinar. We're just going to hang out. Where are you from? Let me know. And we get really, you know, conversational and I just am more comfortable in being who I am. And when I'm more comfortable in being who I am, my passion that I'm here to do comes out more. And then they feel it more. In the last webinar, actually, I had someone say, you know, in the live Q&A, I can really feel your passion and energy for what you're doing. And I'm like, yes, yes, that is exactly, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly where I want to be. I want to be able to give that to you because I really, truly am passionate about teaching teachers and helping them feel like they have so much more confidence in their classroom that they didn't have before. And to me, that's the driving force of getting behind the camera, of doing this webinar or this, this podcast with you and just putting myself out there is because I know that passion is, is burning inside of me and I, I need to be doing this, even though it's sometimes scary, uh, but it's really fun to do. Yeah, exactly. And I think, I think that's why I invite you because you know <laughs> we just connected with that spiritual dna okay. and because um i think well the organizer for the summit chris chris docker yes. and then uh, i remember that night uh before we say goodbye and um, <laughs> i i went to him and said goodbye and then he said that something which is really encouraging me is he said listen uh there's no way that anybody come close to you and uh, that they, they don't feel that Kelly is real. Yeah, and that it's it, it kind of, I I you shocked me a, a, mm. a bit uh, from from him, and which it's really encouraging because they were the moments I'm sure Jenny are the same. They were the mm. moments we all the imposter syndrome kicking, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. then we thought, well. I did not see that that girl or I, I I got less than that guy and stuff like that. Uh, mm -hmm. But in the end of the day, we have to remember that we are indeed creating God's image. Mm -hmm. And um, if he created us all the same, we'll be very boring. <laughs> and since he created us uniquely all different, right. so must be for how our individual have a different purpose for 
the uh, kingdom business. Yeah, that's so true. And that's why sometimes when I hear entrepreneurs say, well, I can't, I can't pursue this passion because there's already 20 people doing the same thing. Um, I, I was having this conversation actually with my sister the other day. She's a counselor and she wants to help counselors online. And she's like, but I know there's already so many other courses that do that. And I said, but they don't do it the way you would do it. And there's going to be people that want the way you do it. So if you stop pursuing your passion because other people already have a course for counselors, then you're, you're missing out on your whole plan and you're missing out on being able to help the people that really could hear it the best way from you. So even if there's other people in your niche or in your field that are doing sort of something similar, just do it your way. Don't do it their way. Don't copy them, but do it your way completely. And there will be people that will be drawn to that, even with 20 other people doing it their own way as well. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, Jenny, I think we can just be here and we can like check for hours. There's no problem, so. <laughs> no problem for us. Uh, but uh, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for today, sister, uh, for how I'm here and then inspire all of us. Well, thank you. It was truly my pleasure to be here, Kelly. And again, I'm humbled that you even asked me. This is my first podcast interview I've ever done. (laughs) I know. So I was a little nervous. I was listening to my music beforehand to get it to get calm, but I'm so glad that I did it. And I'm so glad that I did my first one with you. I think you're amazing. Oh, thank you. You are such a pro. (laughs) My goodness. First time? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So thank you so much again. Thank you, Kelly. Have a great day. Did we love some fire in your tummy? Don't you just love the real-life and action-packed faith story? Jenny and her husband's success has been grounded in the clarity of biblical principles. So when the challenge is hit, they could stand firm and push through. Speaking of clarity, if you want to build a successful business, you do need to get the clarity in five areas. I have prepared a detailed guide called Five C's to Shine just for you. You can download it at kellybala.com forward slash clarity. Again, that is kellybala.com forward slash clarity. Here is what's coming up in the next episode with Sarah Santacoche, an internationally recognized LinkedIn specialist and online presence mentor. She helps business owners just like you and me convert our presence online into paying customers through LinkedIn platform. Probably 99% of all LinkedIn profiles of business owners are reading like a CV or a resume. So they are addressed to a potential recruiter rather than being addressed to a potential client. Did you know you can listen to our show on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, pretty much everywhere? That means if you use Alexa from Amazon at home, you can also give the command to play our show. Pretty cool, right? Please do subscribe and review at kellyballer.com forward slash review. It helps more people can find the show. My team and I will really appreciate it. For all the goodies and today's show notes, visit kellyballer.com forward slash 036. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode.
Thank you for listening to the Godly MBA podcast. For more actionable marketing tips and strategies and today's show notes, visit www.kellybotter.com.